Mark sat at his desk and thought about how readily he'd progressed from withholding evidence to breaking and entering. He realized that he'd taken the first step down the slippery slope that night when Max was murdered, and it was getting more slippery as he gained momentum. At the same time, he didn't regret his decisions. He felt more alive in the last 48 hours than he had any time in the last three years. Having Kathy with him certainly helped. He thought he would have a tough time getting her to lend him a hand in his investigation at all, and was more than a little surprised when she had suggested the house break-in, but it was something he would have probably come up with on his own eventually. He had wondered aloud how they could get inside, and she said, with a twinkle in her eye, that she had a way. So they had set up a rendezvous at a local fast food restaurant for 10.30 p.m. Everything seemed set, but Mark continued to run over their plans for the evening in his mind, trying to think of what could go wrong. Would there be a police car stationed at the house? Would the cops have already searched the house and carted away whatever the mystery key opened? If so, their secret mission could all be for naught. The phone rang, and he quickly grabbed it, glad for an excuse to break out of his thoughts. Project Management, Mark Carson speaking. Mark, it's Debbie. Debbie? What could be wrong? Even when they were married, she rarely called him at work, and then only when something bad had happened, like she rear-ended someone or locked her keys in the car. I just heard that one of the guys that worked for you was killed at our house. Our house, Mark thought. Yeah, sure. She gave that up in the divorce. He wasn't killed there. He showed up at the door, and I called 911. By the time he got to the hospital, he was dead. Who was it? Do you remember that Chinese engineer I invited to dinner? There was a pause. Yeah, sort of. He was rude. Max Wong. It was him. Oh, wow. That's too bad. Did it mess up the house? Yeah, thanks for the sympathy, Mark thought. Hey, Debbie, can we talk about this later? I'm kind of busy here right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Call me later. He hung up the phone, unable to stand the thought of going through all the details of what had happened on Sunday night again. And no, he wouldn't be calling her back later. Hey, boss, Landy said, poking his head into Mark's office. Penny for your thoughts. Mark jumped at the sound of the voice. He hadn't heard Landy coming. Surprises delivered when contemplating the commission of a felony sure could make him jumpy. I just stopped by to see if you're okay. Landy said. You've been a bit distracted today. Yeah, I guess I am. Distracted and a little tired. You know, Landy continued, you don't have to be here. Nobody would blame you if you took a couple days off. But Mark was on a mission, and he needed access to GGC to make progress. I'm okay, Landy. I want to be here. Are you sure? Maybe a little sleep and some hard physical activity could get your head straightened out. Physical activity? Yeah, I was thinking maybe washing a car would help. I see. My keys are just down on my desk. I could be back with them in just a minute. A car wash? And a wax, too, if you don't mind. Mark smiled and shook his head, just as his phone rang again. Project management, Mark Carson speaking, he answered into the handset. Carson! He heard a harsh, cigarette-smoke-damaged voice on the other end of the connection. This is Ted Kovaluski. You need to come down to HR right now. We have an issue we need to discuss. Uh, okay, Mark stuttered. I'll be right there. There was a click and he hung up. That was a short conversation, Landy said. Ted Kovaluski, Mark responded. Ugh, 
replied Landy. I guess I'd better get going. Good luck with that, prick. Landy backed out of the office without waiting for an answer, leaving Mark alone, staring at the phone in surprise. Oh, shit. Mark entered the HR department and headed directly toward Kovaluski's office. He stopped at the workstation outside of the office and waited for Karen Ostergaard to look up from her computer terminal. Mr. Carson? she asked. Yes? Carson, get in here! he heard Kovaluski bellow from his office. Mark was already considering his response to questions involving him rifling through Max Wong's desk, rehearsing the original excuses in his head so he wouldn't get tripped up. He thought he was ready for anything that might be thrown at him. Kovaluski was sitting behind a massive craft...